Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Joyful Youper. I am your host, Mike, and I am your Joyful Youper. Man, another Monday. I can't wait for Mondays. This podcast, it's date night night. Man, it's date night and podcast night. Mondays are awesome. For all of you who don't enjoy your Mondays... Here's a pro tip. Send the kids to grandma's house, have date night, record a podcast. You will definitely enjoy your Mondays. This week, how to live your life without apologizing all the time. That's right. Live your life unapologetically. Now, it's a very, very, very common subject. I know there are literally thousands of books on this subject. Okay, Tony Robbins, awesome guy, fantastic author, read his stuff, live his stuff, read it, you know, but there's more. There's Simon Sinek, there's Eric Thomas, those are my people, those are oh, I like John C. Maxwell, listen to them, or listen to him, read his books. Um, Chris Voss, awesome. I like. I mean, whatever. I, I'm I'm reading this one. Um, Ego authority failure. I'm not. I forget the guy's name who wrote it, but he does work with Chris Voss. Uh, great book. Read that book. Um, man. So how to live your life without apologizing all the time? Oh, I'm I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't do that, okay? Nobody wants to hear it. And if you're an adult saying you're sorry like that, unless it's for a really, really, really good reason, nobody wants to hear it. They don't want to hear it at work. I promise you. You can't cry your way out of it. Okay, just own it. And that's the biggest step, right? That's the biggest step. You don't have to apologize. That's right. The key to not to the key to living your life unapologetically is you know what? You don't have to apologize for being who you are. Oh, shocker. Amazing concept. I'm Mike. I am the joyful youper. I don't have to apologize for having a podcast. Why? Because I don't care if you like it or not. But yet you listen. Right? If you don't like my podcast, chances are you have not listened for the past six months. But if you do like it, oh my God, you're listening. Thank you for listening, by the way. So that's the thing. You don't like something. Man, I don't I, I don't like Brussels sprouts. I don't. I, I I don't like Brussels sprouts. So I don't eat it. I'm not like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't have it. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I'm like, I'll pass. Be an adult. Be an adult. Just say no. Say, uh, you know, I don't like those. Oh, okay. You don't have to like cry your way out of Brussels sprouts. Okay. Just be an adult and don't eat them. Don't put them on your plate. What an amazing concept. If you don't like something, don't put it on your plate. Man, I could end the podcast tonight with that. If you don't like something, don't put it on your plate. In fact, I think I mean, that's what the title's going to be. 
I normally come up with the title for podcast by something I say. So in the podcast, if you don't like something, don't put it on your plate. You don't have to apologize for it. I'm so sorry. You don't have to take, you know, oh, don't take a no, you don't have to take a no thank you bite. Oh, I tried it. I don't really like it. No, thank you. Uh, you don't do <gasps> Oh, well, grandma, great, great grandma made this potato salad. And you're like, oh, I don't like potato salad. Great, great grandma's recipe of potato salad is actually the supermarket's potato salad. She's just been putting it in the bowl for, you know, 25 years. Okay, great grandma doesn't know how to boil potatoes. I'm apologizing if you're a great grandma and you do. Not my intention. Let's see what I did there. I apologized on a show about not apologizing. Ironic. But if you don't like something, don't put it on your plate. Okay, so that's dinner, right? <laughs> but... Okay, in life, you can do the same thing, right? I don't like this person. Don't go around them. <gasps> Amazing. What a concept. It's like, I don't like blue houses. Don't paint your house blue. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> now, there are, there is, there are times that you have to compromise, right? Okay. But, you know, pick your battles, but do so knowing that you're compromising who you are. Just saying, uh, but some things aren't a big deal. But you're like, oh, yes, I don't like to drink soda. And all they have is soda at their house. I'm guessing they have a faucet. Drink some water. Okay. Don't apologize for who you are. Like... Oh, I'm a vegetarian. Chances are you're not going to go out to a steakhouse. Be like, uh, hey, do you want to go get some steak? You'd be like, unless it's made out of beans. No, I don't. Thank you, though. I appreciate the offer. I mean, don't be a jerk, right? Don't be a jerk. We covered that one. Don't be a jerk. But it's okay. Okay, so who, your choices are your choices, right? You don't have to have everything on your plate. Who you are is who you are. Own it. Be confident. We covered that in a previous episode. Definitely take a listen. Own who you are. There's no one else like you. I mean, there might be a couple people that look like you and act like you, but there's no one else quite like you. And that, for some people, that's a good thing because, oh my gosh, I couldn't handle two. To be fair, they probably couldn't ha handle two of me either, so that's fair. Turnaround's fair, okay? But, so own who you are. Don't apologize for who you are. Own it. If they don't like you, eh, not your problem. If you're in a company and your employees... You, and you're managing your employees. And, oh, man, I don't like that he, you know, has a beard. Guess what? It's not your problem. It's their problem. They're going to have to get over it or find someplace else to work. 
What an amazing concept. So simple. The things I talk about, so very, very, very simple. Yet nobody gets it. Nobody gets it. Nobody at all. No. If you don't like something, don't put it on your plate. If you don't like doing something, don't do it. If you don't want to see that person, don't go to their house. Don't have them over. Hmm. Okay. Like, for instance, I hate lots of things. I like lots of things, too. And just I'm just a normal person, right? I really really do not care for shopping all that much. Right? I don't care for shopping. Lots of people, they're like, oh my god, let's go shopping. We're going to have a fantastic time. We're going to buy so many things. It's going to be awesome. That's not me. Not me at all. Not even a little bit. Okay. So, and that's okay. People are allowed to be different. People are allowed to be different. And if you're one of those people who are like, I'm so offended because you don't like to go shopping, or I'm so offended they didn't try my noodles. (gasps) Oh, my God. Margaret didn't try my noodles, and I made them, especially because I thought of Margaret. Guess what? Maybe Margaret doesn't like noodles. Amazing. So she's not going to try them. Okay. Be an adult and get over it. Somebody's going to eat your noodles. It's okay. All right. You don't have to have, you know, just, you don't have to be offended so easily. And if somebody doesn't like you, okay. It's okay. If you say, well, you know, I I just live to be liked by everybody. Well, then you're not really living your own life. I'm, I'm sorry. And this is a lesson that I've learned the hard way. I promise you, this is a lesson I have learned the hard way. Okay? There was a time in my life that I didn't live for myself did everything that was expected of me and it's been very very difficult and it's a difficult mindset to to escape you know when i was out of college i i was like yeah i have to move back home now i'm very blessed my life has been very blessed Don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining, I'm giving you an example. I moved back home. I could have stayed where I went to college at and made a life up there. Sometimes I wonder what would have happened if I did that. But I was expected to move back home. Or I felt like I was expected to move by home. Maybe that's better. I felt like people were expecting me to move back home. 
Whether they were or not, my perception was that they were. So I did. I started working at a grocery store. That's right. Four and a half years of college, and I was a clerk. No, I was a meat cutter at a, at a grocery store. Yep. Nothing wrong with meat cutters at a grocery store. Not, I'm not dissing on you. It's a noble job. All work is noble. All work is honorable. But it wasn't in my field of work, of study. When trying to get a job in my field of study, I was told, oh, you're overqualified. Uh, I I have bills. I have bills and you're hiring and I'm willing to work. I have bills. I need money. I'm willing to work. You have a job opening. You need somebody to work for you and you want to pay them money. That's my qualifications. My qualifications are, you know, we want your money. We're going to shut off your power if you don't have give us money. That, hey, I'm pretty sure this shutoff notifies this shutoff notice qualifies me to work for you. So, um, don't tell me I'm overqualified when you're hiring. I love I love always love the people. Oh. You're overqualified for this job. Even though you're willing to work for me for this pay, you're overqualified. And then later on you're like, I can't believe there's nobody to work. There's nobody that's I I can't hire anybody. It's like, <laughs> wait a minute. You were told I was told I was overqualified for that job and now you're complaining that you can't find people to work for you? Something doesn't compute. You're being dumb. Okay, so don't... If somebody's willing to work for you, you have a job opening and they're like, hey, I need a job. I've got bills. I've got a family to take care of. I need a job. Don't be like, I have a job opening. I'm sorry, you're just overqualified. If you want your staff to be overqualified, if they're saying, hey, you're like, I have the best staff ever. I have the best people. Every one of them is a doctor. Okay? But, oh, yeah, okay, shoot. Like, who do you want? Who do you want on your team? You're like, oh, all right. If you had, okay, a choice of paramedics or a bunch of doctors that are willing to do the same job, like, oh yeah, and now you want them to be a camp nurse, a nurse at camp, and be like, okay, uh, I understand the fact. Is, okay, so there, there's if you have like a brain surgeon or you know a surgeon, it's like, hey, or an RN, it's like, hey, I want to be the camp nurse for a week. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, you're overqualified, but you're willing to do that? No, sure, okay. Sounds good to me. I know we're in good hands. Now, you, you don't want to like, oh, hey, I, I took a CPR class, you know, 50 years ago. I'll be the camp nurse. Mm, uh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you want the chef 
you want the dishwasher who's been trained as a chef to do your dishes. You don't want, you know, as a dishwasher. So that way, if the chef goes missing or he doesn't come up to work or something or gets sick or whatever, you're like, uh, oh, I need someone to fill in. Oh, hey, you know, you know how to cook, right? Yeah. Come on in. Amazing. Amazing. So I never understood that. Um, sorry for the little rant. But if you don't like something, don't put it on your plate. If you don't want to work there, don't work there. Don't want to read the book, don't. What an amazing concept. Be an adult. Work on being an adult. Work on saying no. Remember, we did an episode called The More You Know. Remember? If not, if you didn't listen to that, take a listen. Be confident. That's another episode. Take a listen to that one. The more you know, take listen to that one. Live your life one one day. One day. You can do it. I promise. You'll be like, oh, one day I want to be like that. Today is the day. Today is the Monday that you're saying, I'm living my life for me. How I want to live it. If you don't like that, that's okay. I understand. No hard feelings. I'm not going to be upset with you. However, you're not going to hold me back from living my life just because you don't want to live yours. Amazing. If you tell people that, first of all, you ain't going to worry. You don't have to worry about offending people because you'll have no friends. And if you really, if your friends get upset and don't talk to you because you want to start living your life for you and not for them, then they really weren't your friends to begin with. So you're doing yourself a favor. So live your life without apologizing to people. Okay? Because you're the only one who can live your life. No one else can. You can't live, you know, by proxy through somebody else. We can't. So, why? What are you waiting for? <coughs> what are you waiting for? Quit apologizing. Get off the couch. Start living. Because every second that goes by, we get older. But one step closer to not living anymore. I mean, we're all going to die someday, right? We're all going to die someday. It's a fact of life. That was, you know, death. One day when my kids bury me, they're going to be like, hey, he had a podcast. It was awesome. So, each breath we take, we'll never get that back. So don't waste the moments that you have living through, trying to live through someone else's experiences in their lives. You have one of your own. Live your own life. Do so as you. You can't do it. You can't live your life. You cannot live your life as me. I don't live your life. I live mine. 
Don't live your life through someone else. If you don't like something, don't put it on your plate. If you if you want to work, work. But own it. Be confident in who you are. And the world will change around you. Because it, you may make some people upset. And that's okay. I'm not saying not to have compassion and care for them. But I'm saying they should have compassion and care for you enough that they want you to be better and they want you to do better. So live without apologizing. Be who you really are. And own it. Be confident in who you are. Thank you for listening to The Joyful Youper. Stay tuned for the Bearded and Broke segment. Thank you for listening to the Bearded and Broke segment of the Joyful Youper podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and tonight, tonight, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind. Oh my gosh. Some of you may or may not know, my wife is an author. And she's, there's lots and lots of books on Amazon. Uh, four books on Amazon right now, two writing journals and a coloring book, and three more books coming at least. That's a lot. That is a lot of books. And my wife, she always inspires everybody. So everybody comes, comes up to her and say, says, I have always surrounded her. I always I have an idea for a book. I always wanted to write a book. Right? She go, so she goes. So write it. So write it. So do it. So write your book. Write your story. Well, I'm one of those. I love storytelling. Love it. I I have a few I have a lot of stories that I have told my children. Some that I've written down. And my wife tells me the same thing. Write your stories. And so I begin to think. I was like, man, you know, you never know. Do you have a story to tell? Okay. Do you have a story to tell? Everybody's got a story to tell, right? I mean, you have your life experiences. But everybody has a story to tell. But few people actually tell it. Did you know that the story that you are reluctant to put out there, the story that you are afraid to put out there because what if somebody doesn't like it? It could be a bestseller. You could be sitting on a million dollar gold mine from the story that you have right now in your head. Look at J.K. Rowling. Okay, I mean, whether you like her or don't, I don't care. It's not the point. But look at the Harry Potter series, okay? 
franchise, if you will. She was so poor that she started. She wrote the first chapter of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. That's the original English version for those of you that are like, no, it's a Sorcerer's Stone. No, no, no. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. She wrote the first chapter on napkins at a coffee shop. Okay. Do you know the net worth of J.K. Rowling? Disney picked up her her books, has made millions and millions and millions of dollars from her story. Her story went on to be worth millions. Millions. That's right. Her story, the first chapter written on napkins in a coffee shop. Or I've got an idea. Let me jot that idea down on a napkin. Hey, bartender, you got a napkin and a pen? I got an idea real quick. I got to jot it down. Million dollars later. Write your story. Don't worry about whether it's good enough. Don't worry... Worry about whether, oh, my auntie isn't going to like it. Who cares? Write your story. Do your homework. Do it the right way, but write your story, okay? That, because your idea, your story, your product idea, whatever it is, it's just been sitting, floating around in your mind. Could be worth millions. So write your story. And watch. And and if it's not worth millions, if if your story isn't worth millions, you still have the satisfaction of knowing that you gave it a shot. And that right there, being able to tell your kids, yep, I did try that. Didn't work out for me. But I tried it. I wasn't, af- I wasn't too afraid to try. That's priceless. That's a lesson. That's a lesson right there that is worth more than gold. Don't be afra- too afraid to try. Write your story. Thank you for listening to the Bearded and Broke segment of the Joyful Youper podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Stay tuned for next week's episode of The Joyful Heaper.